Hello, everyone, and welcome back to season two of Inside LBUSD, the Laguna Beach Unified School District podcast. Before we get into this week's episode, a few upcoming events to let you know about. This Friday, October 7th, Top of the World will be hosting their annual Bonanza on campus at 2.30 p.m. Next Monday through Wednesday, all four school sites will have minimum days for elementary goal-setting conferences and secondary staff development. And finally, next Thursday, October 13th, there will be a school board business meeting at 6 p.m. in the Thurston Library. Now, this week's episode is an important one, dealing with the emerging health crisis of fentanyl, specifically fentanyl manufactured to appeal to children. So please make sure you share this important information with your family, friends, and neighbors throughout the community. And now, Health Matters with Dr. Michael Keller and Nurse Kelly Schultz. Hello and welcome to another episode of Health Matters Podcast. Today's recording is being made on Thursday, October 6, 2022. My name is Michael Keller. I'm Nurse Kelly Schultz. And the purpose of our podcast is to inform our students and families and staff about health matters related to Laguna Beach Unified School District. We've been talking about COVID-19 for the past year or so on our Health Matters Podcast, and we want to get an update on our current case numbers. Nurse Kelly. Okay, right now we have one case at El Moro, one case at Top of the World, two at Thurston Middle School, four at Laguna Beach High School, and zero at the district office. Okay, and we still have COVID in our community, and so when we have an active case, we'll be notifying our staff and families just to be on the lookout for any signs and symptoms of COVID-19. And of course, if you're ever feeling ill with any of the symptoms, please stay home from school and call your site's school nurse. Now today we have a really important topic to be talking about, something that's really been growing across the nation. It's the topic of opioids, and in particular we're going to be talking about the the drug fentanyl. And this is a really huge, important topic for parents and staff members and students to be knowing about. Uh, We just had some recent information come out from Orange County in particular, and in 2021 there were 19 deaths related to fentanyl overdose for youth aged 10 to 17, which was an 800% increase from two years prior. So obviously a huge issue that affects many lives. And we want to dive deeply into the topic of fentanyl just to raise more awareness around it and what parents and staff members and students can do to stay safe. So Nurse Kelly, can you just give us an overview? What is fentanyl? Yeah, so fentanyl is a synthetic opioid approved for treating severe pain. It's usually reserved for individuals who have advanced stage cancer pain or in the hospital during or after surgery. It is about 50 times stronger than heroin and 100 times stronger than morphine. There are two types of fentanyl. There's the pharmaceutical grade and illicitly manufactured, so what you would find on the street. According to the CDC, the most recent cases of fentanyl-related overdoses are linked to illicitly manufactured fentanyl, which is distributed through illegal drug markets for its heroin-like effects. It is often added to other drugs because of its extreme potency, which makes drugs cheaper, makes them more powerful, more addictive, and definitely more dangerous. Okay, and lately in the news, we've been hearing a lot about a topic called rainbow fentanyl. What, what exactly is rainbow fentanyl? Yeah, so this is the latest thing going on with fentanyl. So last month, the California Department of Public Health Director Tomas Aragon cautioned California residents about a new rainbow-colored form of fentanyl on the market, which resembles candy. 
uh, which is pretty scary. Rainbow fentanyl has been found in different forms, such as pills, powder, and blocks, and the blocks resemble street chalk. So it is believed that this form of fentanyl was made to entice children and younger people. Yeah, that rainbow fentanyl sounds really scary. We have some really important information from the Drug Enforcement Agency that describes for parents what to be looking out for and, and with photographs of rainbow fentanyl, uh, why rainbow fentanyl and fentanyl in general is so dangerous uh, in terms of ingesting it, and then what action steps you can do to open lines of communication to try to help raise awareness and help prevent any types of usage or overdose deaths. Can you uh, share a little bit more about some of the statistics related to opioid or fentanyl abuse, uh, some overdose situations and, and impact? Yeah, so according to the CDC, synthetic opioids like fentanyl are the primary driver of overdose deaths in the United States. So for comparison between January 31st, 2020 and January 31st, 2021, during this period, overdose deaths involving opioids rose 38.1%. Overdose deaths involving synthetic opioids, primarily illicit manufactured fentanyl, rose 55.6% and appear to be the primary driver of the increase in total drug overdose deaths. And so we've been talking a lot about overdoses. What, what is considered a, that threshold of a, of a lethal dose? Yeah, so it's really, really small. Um, according to the DEA, two milligrams of fentanyl can be lethal depending on a person's body size, their tolerance, and their past usage. The DEA analysis has found counterfeit pills ranging from 0 0.02 to 5.1 milligrams, which is more than twice the legal dose of fentanyl per tablet. So 42% of pills tested for fentanyl contain at least two milligrams of fentanyl, which is considered a potentially lethal dose. Um, drug trafficking organizations typically distribute fentanyl by the kilogram. So one kilogram of fentanyl has the potential to kill 500,000 people, which is astounding. Wow, that's unsettling. Yeah, and it is possible for someone to take a pill without knowing it contains fentanyl, which I think is what happens most of the time. It is also possible to take a pill knowing it contains fentanyl, but with no way of knowing what contains a, an actual lethal dose. And so it's really important for us to be able to recognize the signs and symptoms of an overdose. Uh, Nurse Kelly, what exactly might one see in an overdose situation? So one, I think just be aware of, of who you're with. And if you see any of your friends take something to just be cautious of what they've actually taken. But an, over, an opioid overdose usually looks like somebody would be unconscious. Their pupils will be very, very small. They have slow, shallow breathing. There could be vomiting, an inability to speak, a very faint heartbeat. Their arms and legs will go limp. They'll have pale skin, purple lips, and fingernails is um, some of the main ones to look out for. Okay, and is there any treatment in the event of an overdose? Thankfully, there is a treatment for opioid overdose. Naloxone, otherwise known as Narcan, is an opioid antagonist, meaning it can reverse or block the impact of opioids they, um, they have on the body. Narcan currently is available in two forms, in a nasal spray and an injection. It is important to mention Narcan typically only reverses the effects of opioids for 30 to 90 minutes. Um, and if Narcan is administered, you must call 911. Are there situations where someone might need a multiple doses of naloxone? Yes, depending on the amounts of opioids in their system, they might need more than one. All right, so thank you for that information. It's really helpful. Is there any advice that you could share? Yeah, so my biggest advice is never take any pill that is not prescribed to you by your doctor, that is not that comes in the bottle that has your name on it, that comes from the pharmacy. Do not take any pills from your friends. Do not take any illegal drugs. The risk for fentanyl exposure and overdose is just too high to risk anything right now. 
Yeah, and I think in Laguna Beach Unified, we see this as a community-wide health issue uh, requiring a community-wide solution from the prevention side to the intervention and recovery side. We partner with our Laguna Beach Community Coalition uh, with a multi-stakeholder committee to reduce the rates of alcohol and other drug use among youth in our community. Our partners at Mission Hospital, Marcy Mednick and Lori Bushimi Bibi, collaborate with our with our Laguna Beach High School teacher, Mindy Hawkins, to run our local student club, Strength in Numbers. That group does some incredible work to raise awareness around the impacts of alcohol and other drugs and focuses on building a peer culture of health and wellness. Two great resources that we'll put in our show notes provide a deep dive into information for parents on drugs and alcohol. That's called Raising Healthy Teens and how to start the conversation with your child and get support. And then second, uh, the second resource, of course, is the student uh, student club, student youth information, and our Strength in Numbers OC club. So please check out those links if you get a chance. And I do want to share that our Strength in Numbers club uses really one of the only evidence-based approaches to helping reduce rates of drug and alcohol abuse in a community. It, it used to be pretty popular to try to scare young people into not using drugs and alcohol. And really, those, those uh, models of, of intervention are not that effective. We want to make sure that uh, we use an approach that actually works. And so we use a social norming approach, which really just helps young people to understand, raise awareness of the risks and the choices that they have in, in, in what they consume and what they put into their bodies, and really try to realize that most young people are not using drugs and alcohol if they want to live a healthy, successful life. Well, there's some specific things that you can do if you're concerned about taking action and, and we certainly encourage everybody to take action on this on this important topic if you're concerned that someone in your life is at risk of opioid overdose be sure to carry the overdose medication naloxone narcan you can pick individuals can buy a, a, this over the counter at any local pharmacy so please please look that up and we'd encourage people to take action on that if you find any pills uh, in your in your medicine cabinet that's former medications related to opioids like Percocet or oxycodone, um, it's important to maintain those under lock and key, keep them out of the reach of, of young people. If you have expired medications, you can always drop them off at a, at a local drop-off location. The Drug Enforcement Agency has uh, local drop-off information to dispose of the medication properly. And... Make sure that you open lines of communication with your children about this information so they know the risks of buying or sharing prescription medication and that these pills are in the community and can lead to death. I know that sounds like a scared straight tactic, but in this case, it really is true. And the DEA has a message that one pill can kill. So we want to make sure that everybody's kind of continue to share that message or share that message and spread that in the community so we can be safe and healthy. Uh, Nurse Kelly, is there anything else you wanted to add? Yeah, so just to let you know, there is a drug drop-off bin at the Laguna Beach Police Department downtown. You can't put any needles or liquids in there, but if you have any expired opioids, please keep them in the container. You put them in the bin, it'll lock behind you. And our local community within the district, I mean, we're going to continue to uh, try to spread prevention information with our students. We have that club at the Laguna Beach High School that's doing that work. We also do work at the middle school to share information around making healthy choices, avoiding use of drugs and alcohol. We have our school resource officers this month going into elementary classrooms, providing information about uh, about prior to Halloween, about about Halloween safety, but in particular, it's gonna be about don't, don't ingest any unknown substances, don't ingest any unwrapped 
candy, things like that, especially in this rainbow fentanyl days. So we continue to work together and partner with our local agencies. Laguna Beach Police Department have been a great partner. The Orange County Healthcare Agency has been a great partner. Appreciate our school nurse team and our health and nursing services team and across the district. They've really tried to help us raise awareness around this and our parent partners and, and staff, critically important to keep students and families safe. So Nurse Kelly, thank you so much for all that information today. Really appreciate your time. Thank you. Hope you have a great week. Thank you for listening to Season 2, Episode 3 of Inside LBUSD. If you have any podcast questions or suggestions, we encourage you to visit lbusd.org slash podcast and let us know your thoughts. As always, please stay safe and healthy and have a wonderful, restful weekend.